Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast, the Masters Class. Thank you for subscribing to the Busted Open Podcast. We want to hear from you. Make sure you rate and comment about the Busted Open Podcast. We're going to do what you want to hear on our podcast. Also, if you love what you hear on the podcast... Make sure you listen to us Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern Time on Sirius XM Fight Nation, channel 156. And while you're at it, take a look at our merchandise page. Go to podswag.com slash busted open for all of the busted open merchandise. And I think we have a great topic. And it's very, very relevant, especially here on Busted Open for today's master's class. And that is the art of politicking. And coming off the heels of what we heard from Road Dog this past week on Busted Open about why Sting lost to Triple H at WrestleMania 31. Also what we heard from CJ Perry about why there was no payoff uh, to her going through tables week in and week out from Nia Jax. I thought this was a perfect topic for our masters of the ring. That's right. Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, Mark Henry. Tommy, Bully Mark, how are you guys today? Awesome, man. Awesome, Dave. Dave, right. now- you're, you're in the presence of three master politickers. I like it. And you know what? I like it, but I don't. Quite Tommy made a face it. as if not. He's not like a big politicker. He's probably the biggest politicker on this discussion. All right. Okay. okay, okay. For that. All right. So we'll see what the payoff is. So, Tommy, you'll go last. Uh, and Mark, since you said hello first, I'll have you go first. So when you hear the word politics. And when you hear the word politicking, now us as fans, we hear those terms all the time. But I'm sure for you guys, being in the back, being in the ring, it means something completely different. So for you, Mark, what do you first think when you hear those terms? Well, it's it's two different things, Dave, totally. Uh, Politics of wrestling uh, is based around talent and um, believability and fan base. Uh, Let's use Steve Austin, for example. You know Steve Austin is going to be the dominant principal on the show. It's nothing that all the rest of us can do that's going to supersede the glass breaking. It's nothing. So you 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 know where your role is and you play to it. The term 
The Rock used Know Your Role and Shut Your Mouth uh, came from a conversation with um, his, his name slipping. I got hit in the head a lot, Dave. Jimmy it, Jack it Funk. Came from Jimmy Jack Funk. <laughs> Just make it up. Um, golly, I, uh, Pat, Pat Patterson said, know your role. And Dwayne put the shut your mouth on it. And when you say that, you have to know what what battles to fight and what battles not to fight. And I was I would never be able to say, oh, I, I feel like I should be in the main event with Steve Austin. That's something that Steve decides. That's something that they the company said, well, we got a six month plan. We're going to do this and it's going to lead to whatever pay-per-view you can go and try to politic your way into being on that pay-per-view. Hey, I'll bump around. I could do more for him than that person can. Like there are people that Dave, they go to the building every day to try to get themselves over. And that's the point you want to get over, but you have to also let the company know that you feel that way. So that's where the politicking comes in. The, the other side of politicking is politicking in a match where there are guys that you sit around and talk to the talent that you're going to wrestle. Everything is planned. You know what's going to do. You know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how much time you got. And then they'll go to behind your back and say, you know what? I, I like what we got, but wouldn't it make sense that I win this match because then we could come back next week and do it again. And then, and, and you, they're trying to work another payday in. Everybody's hustling to try to get that pay, man. But some people are egotistical in their lobbying for, um, or politicking for their being, uh, getting over. And I'm not going to mention his name, but there was a guy that I just hated working with because I knew every time he wanted to look as strong as I was. And I would always say, okay, I'm stronger than you. I'm bigger than you. This is what we're going to do as it relates to working around my strength. And I'll put myself in a place, but, but, you know, I, sh I should bump you before we go into the heat. And I'm like, no, no, you shouldn't. You, how about this? And then you start, but they will go to Vince and they will sit outside Vince's office and they will wait. Agents will be coming in and out and he'll, he'll, he'll be with you in a minute. And, and you would just sit there and, and there would be five guys. Am I lying, bully? Nope. It'd be five guys every fucking week sitting outside Vince's office trying to politic to go over or I want to press slam Mark Henry or when kick out a bully in, in, in Devon's finish. Ha! Everybody, they politic everything. And, right, and it's so, very difficult to stand. I, I always hated it. So, Mark, let me ask you a question just to clarify. So you're saying that, like, 
you you and, and somebody else will be going over a match. They would want to take certain liberties in the match with you. You would say no because it doesn't make sense. I'm the world's strongest man. Why would you yada, yada, yada? And then after having that conversation with you, knowing what your answer is, they would then go to Vince McMahon to try to persuade it to go their way is what you're saying. Right. And and that is the negative side of politicking. The, the plus side of politicking is being happy that you're on the show with Steve Austin because I've been on different tours. And when I was on a Steve Austin tour, my money went up significantly. Am I lying, Tommy? Bully? No, if you're on Steve's show, you made mad cash. You made more money. And and that's just the, that's and, and there were guys that would say, hey, uh, you know, I, I after the match, after my match, I'll, I'll just go stand in Gorilla and, you know, hell, when Steve goes over, I'll run out there and I'll let him stun me and just add to the main event. <laughs> like everybody hustled, man, trying to get that extra pay. And I, hell, I did it before. Shit, I love to be on that tour. Like me and D'Lo, we could do this and that. Like you, you want a politic to get yourself in a position where you your pay is better, and there's nothing wrong with that. But never, it's really frowned upon, really frowned upon to go politic to get over on somebody or to be self gratifying to do. I know y'all had it too. I'm, I'm Tommy. Who who did you or oh, Tommy going last bullet? No, 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 no. I just want to Tommy can go next. I just want to throw something in there. <clears throat> Remember the scene in Rocky three after Thunderlips and Rocky have uh, their fight and Rocky wa- walks up to th- uh, or Thunderlips walks up to Rocky and he puts his hands on his shoulder and Rocky's like, why'd you go so crazy? I'd be out there. And Thunderlips says, that's the name of the game. Politicking is the name of the game in pro wrestling. Also, it's how you go about politicking. Any wrestler who tells you that they don't politic or they're not a politicker is full of shit. You I just have said to, it. I politic. You have to politic in this business. You have to protect yourself. Vince McMahon taught us that you have to be selfish to a degree in this industry. And how and if you don't politic, how do you get anywhere? But it's the way you go about it. I've said it all along. I am going to I will never stab you in the back. I will stab you in the heart, which means in this business, every once in a while, there's going to come a time where I might feel I'm more important than you on this night or uh, me and Devon are more important than another team or, or our story is more important. What I mean by stab you in the heart is I'm going to look you in the eye and I'm going to tell you to your face, to your face, we're the a story tonight. Let's try to come to an agreement on it. And if we can't come to an agreement on it, then I'm going to go to the agent or I'm going to go to Vince, but I'm going to let you know to your face first. So I just want to bring that up. Tommy, what do you think about this whole politicking thing, which awfully, which oftentimes gets uh, looked upon as a dirty word in pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Tommy, you can look at it from two different places because you were office too. Yeah, it, I mean, it it definitely to me has a negative stereotype, but it's also like I've had I've had a lot of different careers, but that what you said about stabbing people to their face, I, you you did it to me. 
with La Resistance and Matt Conway, if you remember that, where you wanted the flag bearer. And that's where I was going to debut my new character with uh, Mr. Stinko, who was my underwear that I was going to pull out. It was going to have a shit stain in its mouth. And it was Mr. Sacco's cousin. And I was going to do bring that out. And then he was supposed to be my opponent. And you were like, and it was supposed to be a push for me. And they were doing it. And again, Mr. Stinko was going to be stained white tighties that I was going to pull out of the back of my ass and stick it in wrestlers mouths. Sell, sell, sell DDT. That was the era. This was, it was going to be Mr. Stink, uh, Mr. Sacco's disgusting cousin. Cause I was the hardcore guy. All this is planned. They made a nice poop stained underwear for me in the back. And it had, uh, uh, whatchamacallit Velcro and Bubba comes up to me and he was just like, Hey, we need a flag bearer for law resistance. That's the guy. And it's supposed to be Matt Conway. That was my opponent that night for heat. Now I remember. Cause and yes, goes, I'm the one who got Matt Conway in that spot. Right. Correct. And I was just like, okay, but they took that away from me and it worked for Matt Conway. But then, how come we don't all talk about this great character called Mr. Stinko? Because it never happened because of that. But at least, he, like you said, he did it to my face. And there was no, there was no animosity towards him and I. Are you sure you have this story right? I am. I could have swore that Matt Conway was supposed to face Stevie Richards on Heat. No, he was supposed to be the first uh, Mr. Stinko uh, uh, recipient. Okay, but but your point is I told you to your face. Yes, 100%. Okay. okay. The negative stigma is thing because that didn't happen in ECW. And I joked about it with Bubba a bunch of times in WWE. And he was like, ECW, Bubba, yes. WWE, not fucking happening. Ha, ha, ha. Um, it's a whole other animal with the WWE. When, like, in ECW, it was creative freedom as well as if there was an argument, there was no they, there was no producers. It, it was Paul, where we would literally go, hey, we're having an issue, blah, 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 go talk to Paul. Or then for me, it was like pretty much me and Paul were on the same page. So I never got to experience that until I went to the WWE. And I had seven years of what the frig is all this shit? Because wrestling doesn't have to be this difficult. I don't literally have to go and fight for a spot, let alone a, a victory or a match. I will never forget. I had a match with Brock Lesnar. I had a lot of matches with Brock Lesnar. The finish, he misses his big friggin' 450 thing, feeds up. I go for the Death Valley. I got him set, lands on his feet, picks me up, F5. They love the match. And they were like, well, um, they don't uh, you can't pick him up and put him on uh, and do that move. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? And this was early, like early me coming to WWE and like, well, you can't do it. And I was like, no, I did like check out the replay and like, go watch the match. They're like, no, well, you can't do it. And I'm getting mad at my producer. And I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. And he's like, well, they don't want you to do it. And I was hey. just, Exactly. Hey. And I was like, who's they? 
Tell me who they is. And they don't have an answer. Well, they. Okay, is it my boss, Vince? Lana said something very, very interesting when she said, I got it. Would I have liked to have things different? But I got it that Vince was the director. He was the Steven Spielberg. He was the mastermind. And I'm playing a role. Back then, I didn't really get that. And I wish like there was a lot of things like that. But don't tell me I can't pick up Brock Lesnar and hold him on my shoulders because I did it. And then it went to, and I straight up said, if you don't want me to do that, just tell me. And it's like, we don't want you to do that. Or, and I said, cool, we or you, I feel it's better if you don't do that. Great. That's all you had to say is be honest. Yeah. I used to have to go out and work with Mark Henry for 11 minutes. And they say, you're allowed to bump him once. No problem. Do you think that Mark Henry wouldn't have bumped uh, up and down like a Spalding ball for me? He could, but they were pushing him. They weren't pushing me, but I got that. It also helped build the Mark Henry character, but I made sure that one bump was a DDT and I'd hit it. Boom. And he kick out one, two, and I do the big ass thing i go to the second because i can't beat him with a regular ddt or i jump off he'd catch me boom one two three and we had 11 minutes of fun matches where i'm only allowed think about you're only allowed to bump a guy once and i had to do that for 11 minutes while entertaining thousands of people and we did it all the time and then like there's other parts but then guess what when i did go into the office I learned a lot of the the system and I got it because my first half of my career, like ECW bliss, my second part, I was a a legit rebel because everything they said, like, I was like, it doesn't have to be this way because of look where I just came from. And when they're talking about their houses are going down, I was like, I just left the place where the houses were going up. But then the other day was, Oh, well, your place went out of business. Yeah, you're right. So cool. But it didn't have to be that way. But then once I got it, like my second run, I really enjoyed. And then even when I went back with Bully the the last time with the Wyatts, I was told literally, Bubba goes, hey, you're going to do this. They're going to call you, negotiate your own deal, but you're doing it. Okay. And I went back and it was supposed to be like four weeks. It wound up being six. John Cena got hurt. They put me on. They're like, hey, you want to work the live events? Sure. They did everything that they said they were going to do. And that's cool. I also said, can I have John Cena's money? And they said, no. (laughs) But I tried. I shot my shot because I didn't care. But if you told me, hey, this is how it's going to be. No issues. I've literally had people come up and say, well, they don't want me to bump and feed for your comeback. And I was like, what? So then I went to the they, Vince McMahon, and said, hey, man, you weren't happy with that match because he said that you did not want him to bump and feed for the match. And he's like, why would I say that? Great. This is the miscommunication within your company. And if it's your enforcers, your agents that are one that are okay in it, come at them. Don't come at the wrestler. And that's a massive part of why I have issues. And trust me, there's, there's people that uh, are like that. And a lot of that is because of their own insecurity. We had talked about you. You go nuts about the Triple H sting booking, blah, 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 blah. It's not an insecurity thing. It's like, well, this is a bigger picture because we said literally Triple H could have lost to sting tapped one ding, 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 and won the world title the next day. And it would have been okay. 
but there's a lot of people who aren't at that level. Yeah, Dave, and, and there's also up. guys that as talented as they are in a historical sense, they need a Tommy Dreamer. They need a Bully Ray. They need a Mark to not think for them, but to come up with, hey, why are we doing this? How how are we going to get into this? And then some people just can't think like that. And why would you do that? And who is that going to benefit? There, there's guys that wanted to do shit to me that I, I'm like, why? And you, Dave, you're winning. Yeah, you're the, winning. I hate what is it? You're we're not in the friendship business. We're in the money-making business or we're in the wrestling business, right? Isn't that like some sort of saying that I've heard a bunch of times? Gene Simmons, it's uh, Gene Simmons said it's the, it's the music and it's, uh, it's the music business, not friends business. Um, I agree with that. And that's the politic in time. But then the other part of it is Mark Henry would not have been Mark Henry if he didn't have, it's a team effort where everybody gets over. If Mark Henry didn't have guys who were willing to be like, hey, we'll go out there and put you over. Hey, we'll go out there and make you look stronger than you ever friggin' were. And Mark had this great attitude about it. And Mark was never like, well, you're, when you have that relationship with guys, or else there'd be no Mark Henry. Roman Reigns could be standing across the ring, and if he loads his arm and goes, hoo-ah, and there's nobody across that ring that's capable of, of being that person, it ain't going to happen. There was a lot of older wrestlers that had heat with the ultimate warrior because they all made him look that great when he wasn't the greatest in the ring. And he wouldn't reciprocate. And that's where there, where there was the heat, but there was a bunch of wrestlers who could have been selfish and like, you know, Hey, I'll go out there and beat you up or Hey, I'll go out there and stretch you. If I'm on live television and I decide to not knock Mark Henry out or kick Mark Henry's knee in, and break his knee, I'm legit the baddest guy out there. But guess what? You're not. Or look at like Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin could probably stretch half the locker room. He goes More out there and he, does, and he does what? He does his job because that's what we're supposed to do. And if you take out all those politics and stuff, like again, why, <clears throat> why I feel like I'm a different person, different careers is because I didn't have that for my first half of my, and I saw the success and I always say we're not curing cancer and this isn't rocket science. It's professional wrestling and it should be always fun. And I don't need this BS. And that's a big reason why I walked away from the WWE because I started hating something that I loved because of the BS. It's simple, man. It's not. If this job busted open, became a big pain in my ass or, oh, we got to, we always got to make sure Dave uh, looks great. We always got to make sure this. <clears throat> I walk away because then I can, I'm told I'm allowed to have freedom of speech or I'm supposed to have this say. And if it's not the, the case, then cool. Uh, you guys do what you want. I, I'll, I'll be happy over here. When it comes to politics, if I'm going to give you my body, I expect you to give me your honesty. Yep. You don't have to go around me. You don't have to go behind my back. You don't have to go speak to somebody else. You don't have to go to an agent. The agent is there to help you come up with something in the ring. 
that goes with what creative put on paper. But so many guys would pull the agent on the side and say, hey, I think we should do it this way, this way, and this way. Now will you tell the other guy? And it's very easy to sniff out because you know the agent already. You know how that agent thinks. And then all of a sudden that agent comes back at you with an idea that you know damn well they never came up with. Yeah. So you know it's the other guy basically going to the agent or going to Vince or going to whatever. So, as you know, the, 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 you know, the, the politicking has such a negative connotation. You don't think Steve Austin politicked? You don't think Undertaker politicked? You don't think The Rock politicked? You don't think Ric Flair politicked? You don't think anybody who's ever made a gazillion dollars in this business politicked? They all politicked. But I think the point that you're making is obviously you're going to politic, but you got to be upfront about it. Like you said, you don't stab somebody in the back. If you have to, you stab them in the heart. Be honest. Let them know what's going on. And I think that's probably the best thing because... Or just talk, Dave. Let's work for each other. Tackle, drop down, hip toss, arm drag, body slam. I'll cover you. Kick out on two. Yes or no? Let's go. I'm uh, if it's a yes, great. If it's a no, explain to me why you don't like it. Don't just say no. <clears throat> say no and give me a reason why you might not like it or give a another suggestion. Okay? Dave, like, I, I joke with Bubba and I call him Bubba Koresh and politicking, but I always knew at the end of the day Bubba had the best for what the match was and the best for the overall story. There's people who have been unselfish in my career, Mick Foley, Edge, Christian. Christian, I would call him like, oh, you're politicking for that spot, but I know I'd have the best friggin' possible match, and if it was this, the false finish would work. And I knew Christian was doing it for the betterment of the match. So it's there's people who are like that and people who are top, top talents, and... You know, I think a lot of guys can look at themselves in the mirror and be like, man, I did the right thing. There's also a lot of guys that people be like, well, he got the way where he is because of the way he is. Well, I mean, this all stemmed from the conversation we had with Road Dog about WrestleMania 31. Bully, you asked the question about the Sting Triple H match, and he Road Dog was honest. They said, hey, the reason Triple H beat Sting was because they wanted. Triple H to look strong because he was going to face The Rock in the next WrestleMania, which obviously didn't happen, but I guess they forgot that Triple H beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 29, and Brock Lesnar went on to beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania 30. Let it go, David. Let it go. Yeah, I'll I'll try. All right, guys. uh, Awesome, awesome uh, master's class on politicking and politics. Uh, If you liked what you heard, go to the comment section. Let us know. Please tell your friends to please subscribe to the Busted Open Podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, as I said, go to SiriusXM, channel 156, Fight Nation. We're live Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern Time. For Tommy Dreamer, for Bully Ray, for Mark Henry, we will talk to you next week on Busted Open's The Masters Class. Busted Open is a part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The executive producer is Paul Ehrlich. The digital producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andre Viola is the associate producer. Fight Nation's program director is Eddie Brasilli, or as we call him, Big Boss Man, Eddie Brasilli. Marissa Reeves is the director of sports podcast. A special thanks to senior vice president of sports and podcast, Steve Cohen. 
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.